0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Video Game Mythos. I missed you. I missed your face. I missed your butts. I missed everything about everything that you are listening. Just, just, Just take a second and think about all you are and everything you have. I missed it all. Welcome back. Alright, now that we've passed that weird moment in my life, this week we're going to change things up a bit. I know we've changed things up a bit in the past, but we're going to do it again. So normally you're used to me bringing you some video game lore, or Ryan bringing you some video game lore, but this week, Michael and Ryan are going to bring you some video game lore. But it's not the Ryan that you want, it's the Ryan that you need. Uh, hello everybody, <laughs> that's me.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we
0: got Tryan Rerner from Gurus of Gaming <laughs> here with us today. Um, we mentioned a few episodes back that uh, we wanted to start changing up our format a little bit, and this is one of the things that we wanted to try to do is uh, just kind of engage some of our listeners of the show, try to engage some other people from our other podcasts, do some collaborations, and this is one of them. So welcome, Ryan, and thank you for joining me this evening.
1: Well, oh, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here once again <laughs> on BGM to do some
0: fun stuff and talk about some lore and everything. Yeet. Yeet. As Daniel Bonner would say, yeet. Yeet. And speaking of yeet... Let me yeet some information right down your throat. 13 Palm Trees Podcast Productions. That is who is bringing you this luscious piece of audio sex. Oh, baby. (laughs) Oh, baby. We've got some awesome podcasts for you, just like this one. If you're into video games, check out Gurus of Gaming as well. You can find that on anywhere, any network, you get your podcasts. So they talk about video game news, video game stuff, all kinds of video game stuff. And that's where you can find Ryan Turner in his prime. Yep. Actually, I like to think he's better here. But, you know, what What I do mean, I know? I'm not mad about it. <laughs> uh, you can also check out D&D Condo, which topped the iTunes charts for games and hobbies a few Hell weeks back. Hell yeah, dude! Out of nowhere. And now it's gone. But that doesn't mean it isn't still <laughs> awesome. So if you can, give that a listen. Uh, and last but not least, we also have Wasted Local Talent. In Wasted Local Talent, Jed and Daniel, Chris Rabadabadoo, and Sicily Flight, I think is her name. They get together and they interview local bands, businesses, artists, artisans, everything that could have anything to do with people who do shit in West Virginia. We're proud of that show, and it's doing great. We love you. Everyone, check out all of those shows. We appreciate your listens. So... Now that I got that out of the way, one more thing I want to talk about is how you can stay connected to us. We have social media accounts for every single one of our podcasts. If you have one that's your favorite and you want to get connected, all of us have Instagrams, all of us have Twitters, all of us have Facebooks, all that kind of stuff. We might even have Snapchats. I don't really know because I don't manage all that stuff. So look for us, try to find us, get a hold of us. You know, we're out there. So since we're out there and you love us, Maybe you want to sport our merch. We got all kinds of sweet stuff coming. We got Gurus of Gaming shirts. We got Video Game Mythos shirts. We have 13 Palm Trees shirts. We even got D&D Kinda shirts coming. So if you want to sport the brand, if you want to help us out, log on to 13palmtrees.com merch and get your stuff. Our D&D Kinda shirts are up for pre-order, and our Gurus of Gaming shirts will be up for pre-order soon enough. And if you're listening to this one, video game mythos shirts are already on sale, and they're pretty awesome. They're, they're pretty cool. <laughs> they're all right, whatever. Whatever. Hey, listen.
1: If even if you, like whatever podcast shirt you buy from, just know that the uh, the quality of those shirts are top notch, and they are so soft, and they hug my skin like a warm blanket. I want to be that shirt in the winter, hugging time.
0: your skin like a warm blanket in the wintertime. I time. love it. It makes my nipples feel good. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, this is a podcast and you can't see what he's doing. <laughs> and unfortunately, you can't see what I'm doing after seeing that. So. Thankfully, you can't see what we're doing. <laughs> so anyway, without taking up any more of your time, we wanted to talk to you about this week's Video Game Mythos character, which we're going to be doing a little collab on. Ryan, why don't you tell us who we're talking about? We are talking
1: about none other than one of the coolest and newest characters in league of legends and that is pike the blood harbor ripper
0: so i'm gonna be honest with you here i have never played league of legends other than for like 10 minutes i may have played pike i don't know but i did some research on this character and that was one of the things that drew me to this it wasn't the fact that i'd never played the game and didn't know anything about it it was the fact that a game i'd never played just because it didn't seem like my style of game had such an intriguing backstory in a character, so thank you, Ryan, for cueing, cueing me, or sorry, sorry, <laughs> there can't talk today, uh, <laughs> clueing me into this awesome character because it actually like really piqued my interest. So lead me, lead me, senpai, Alright. this wonderful journey.
1: Um, so yeah, one thing I do want to say though before we start getting too deep into this is that one thing about League is they have such an extensive lore. For, like, all their characters. And there's hundreds of characters on that game. They have extensive lore for every single one of them. It's, it's amazing. The, the, the amount of time spent into putting lore behind these characters and just creating rune terra in general is outstanding. But when you asked me to do this episode and you asked me what lead character we should cover, I picked Pike not only because he's one of my mains that I play a lot, um, but also because... I just think his lore is so intriguing and so interesting, and something so different than what they've made for support characters in League of Legends before. That I, I was like, we got to do Pike. It's gonna be
0: awesome. So, well, that was actually what like really drew me in was because like I I don't know like for for a uh, a game I know how big League is and I have tons of friends who are just all about it all the time, um, and have been for years, uh, you included. But like I I didn't anticipate that level of detail and that level of lore so when i started to research pike it like hit me in the face i was like this is badass oh yeah like it sounds like i would be more interested in reading a league of legends book than i would be in playing this game like it sounds amazing
1: oh absolutely um so yeah let's just uh dive right into this shall we oh Oh, look at those puns already (laughs) all right
0: so, am I just going to go ahead and just 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 give me the rundown. I'm All just right. just cover my face in this beautiful character lore. All right, so here's a real quick he- rundown of Pike <laughs> the Blood Harbor Ripper.
1: So, in Rune Terra, there are these different set, like cities, sections, areas. And Pike grew up in this area called Bilgewater. Um, and in Bilgewater, it's a very much like pirate kind of area. I think kind of like the Caribbean esque, like area, just like this harbor. Um, there's lots of ships coming in and out. Um, it's a lot lots less of, it's a, Depp. It's, a, it's very much a fishing region, gotcha. yeah. Um, and so Pike grew up like most youth in water, working on the slaughter docks, but as he got older, he kind of fell in more with the um fishermen and things like that and became really good at hooking fish and had, had no fear to just go out in the water and spearfish, and he knew what parts were valuable and what parts weren't. So what's like, a
0: slaughter dock? I don't mean to interrupt.
1: So the slaughter docks are essentially like a butcher. It's, it's essentially like, a, think of it like a, a fish market. Okay. Okay, so he like knew what organs were really valuable. He knew what was worth a lot of money, what wasn't worth a lot of money, what had to be harvested alive, what had to be harvested real quick so it wouldn't go bad, things like that. He okay. had a lot of knowledge um, that other captains, other, ship, uh, other seamen did not have. <laughs> and so <laughs> Semen <coughs> Go on I know I had to say it um, So he became really coveted And really well known For just being able to Harvest these organs And things like that And also his fearless nature For not ever worrying about Anything um, But the most coveted Of all the fish Were these things called Jawfish Jawfish
0: okay? yeah, not, it's, not like J-A-W Like no. jaw It's uh, Where is it
1: uh, J-A-U-L-L Or something like that Like jawfish Much more pronounced Yeah um, but there were these giant, I don't know how to really describe, them. They're, they almost were like kind of like angler fish, but like really, really huge anglerfish like with like razor sharp fish. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but inside their mouths were these, uh, things called saffalite, like saffalite, um, sacks and they were worth tons of money. That's really attractive to think about. I um, know. Right. Super hot. They had these glowing blue saffalite sacks inside their mouth that were worth tons of money. Anyway. One day, Pike is going down in the ocean, and they come across this huge jawfish. Pike, being who he is, decides, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to dive in here. I'm going to get these saphylite sacks. So he ties himself off to the boat, dives in, just straight in to the water, and starts going for this sapphire. It's hardcore. He, yeah, he's hardcore. <laughs> but while that happens, however, a pod of jawfish attack the boat. So now there's like 20 or so jawfish attacking this boat. And mm, so rest the captain... The captain saying, "You know what? Screw him. I'm gonna save us and get us out of here." Cuts his lifeline to the boat, and they sail off while while the jawfish that Pike dove after swallows him whole. R.I.P. This is kind of like a more badass version of Jonah and the Whale. (laughs) That's what I like to think of this as. (laughs) Anyway, while inside the jawfish, Pike, still alive, is overcome by this like mystical kind of like aura. And his mind is literally crushed, and he starts having visions of everyone who's like done him wrong and things like that. And he essentially morphs into this new new being that solely seeks revenge on those who did him wrong. And so he like a couple years go by, he comes back, but no one knows he's back. But people start dying in Bilgewater. Like first, it's no big deal because you know Bilgewater is a pretty villainous town. Like people die a lot. It's not a big deal. But as the bodies. <laughs> no big deal. No big people deal. People die a lot. <laughs> but as the bodies begin to pile up, people start getting worried um, because it's captains and it's first mates and then it's anyone associated with the butcher docks, essentially, the slaughter docks. And so people start freaking out. They're like, oh no, there's actually someone hunting people down. And so he gets this name, the Blood Harbor Ripper, and he is solely there for revenge.
0: And now he is in the game League of Legends, and that's his lore, essentially. So, I have to, like, anyone listening to this, and I know I brought this up to you, this is, like, the most Dexter video game character there mm-hmm. is. Like, oh, yeah. li- the Blood Harbor Ripper <laughs> is, like, it's, right it's next door to, like, the Bay, the Harbor, Bay Harbor Butcher. butcher exactly. Like. I almost
1: said the Bay Harbor <laughs> Butcher, like, three times yeah. already this episode, but the Blood Harbor Ripper, yeah, it's essentially Dexter meets Jonah the Whale. Jonah and the Whale.
0: <laughs> Jonah Morgan, everyone. Jonah Morgan. <laughs> no, Pike's like, real name. I, I... Like, I'm not a league player I know we already talked about that but like I don't know I feel like I I'm not saying like I connect with this character because i have become some kind of like secret murderer or something but like the idea of this character I think it really connects like you you think that this kind of character would be like a tank or something like that but right. the fact, you said it's a support he's a class. support
1: that okay so that's my favorite part about this character that's why I love Pike so much he's not been out for long he's been out for maybe about a year or so now um, a little under a year and the best thing about him is that most supports are people like Jonna, who's like this uh, Tempest woman. She's like a very much fair. You've got Soraka, who, who's like magic. Uh, Lulu, they're all just like kind of feminine. I'm not trying to say supports are like feminine characters, but you know what I'm talking about. You've got supports who are not that strong and everything. And people are right. just like, yeah, oh, absolutely. support's kind of weak. They're not that cool. Um, then Riot's like, no, screw you. We're going to release Pike, who has this dark, twisted backstory and is going to be a support character. And. The coolest thing about Pike is the reason I think he's a support character is because he has a lot of CC, which means crowd control um, in the League community. And so what he can do is he has this hook that he can throw out and pull people towards him. He can also dash forward and stun people. And he has a move called Ghostwater Dive where he can go invisible. Like he dives into the water and goes invisible and can like move around the map. Right. Um, and then his ultimate is an execute. And so what that does is it shares the kill gold. So like let's say you're my ADC and I'm supporting you as Pike, you get, you hit this character, then I go and execute them, we split the kill gold. Like, you get a share of the kill gold. Oh, that's cool. So that way, because usually what happens if you're playing support against ADC, you want the ADC to get your kills because they get the gold from it so they can buy their weapons and everything or their items and get powered up. If you're playing as Pike, it doesn't matter if you kill steal because if I kill steal with my execute, then you still get gold and you can still go buy your items and everything, and I can buy items too. Okay. So...
0: Well, that's well, that's kind of cool because it goes back to like the character's like pirate exactly. story. Exactly, it's the whole like pirate that, thing. Yeah, that is cool. And
1: my favorite thing about Pike is when you kill, like, if you get a pentakill with Pike, which means you kill all five players on the team. Is he'll say a line that's the best line in all of League of Legends. He'll just go, "Did I support right?" <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the best. I love it. It's one of my favorite lines in all in all the game. Well, that, um, and that
0: kind of takes back to the point is, is like this character doesn't really seem like a support class when you look at like his backstory and his oh, abilities right. and stuff like that. But then he goes, "Did I support right?" Uh-huh. Like, it's that's, hilarious. That's yeah. pretty cool.
1: No, he's he's such a cool character. His like his uh design and everything so amazing. Like he's got. Um, if you look at him, he's got this bandana. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know what that voice crack was. He's got this Huberty. bandana, I know, right, <laughs> um, on his face, and he's got these glowing blue eyes, and he's got um, shark jaw essentially on his shoulders, and it's just like kind of like his outfit where his cape comes from. Okay. I don't know. He's just a, he's such a cool character. And when you ask me what League of Legends character we talk about, I thought of many different characters. There's a ton of League of Legends characters. If you guys play League, you know. There's a shit ton of characters out there. Um, and then you could talk about Yasuo. You could talk about Riven. You could talk about Draven, Darius, all these characters like that.
0: But when you asked me what character do
1: I want to talk about, I was like, we got to do Pike.
0: Well, I love like whenever you, you told me about this character and I looked into him, like, I think the thing that drew me in was the fact that it's like, I love things that are just like evil for the cause of good. Like, oh yeah. And that that really hit me with this character. Now I did find a fan theory that I wanted to bring up here. I thought this was kind of interesting, so I'm just okay. gonna kind of read this real quick. Um, so Pike looks like a pirate. He has the same crest around his neck, uh, like Gangplank has, uh, or the pirate coat, you could say. His theme is underwater and people betrayed him. So it leaves a pretty obvious theory. He was on Gangplank's ship before misfortune blew it up. And the survivors, including Gangplank, left him for dead. Mm-hmm. So, um, it says there are some inconsistencies there. There's a different emblem on his crest, and that in the list of all the survi- or sorry, the list is awful long for how few survivors Gangplank had left. Um, he incited Gangplank's ship for misfortune, and once Fortune was there for her revenge, instead of getting him off the ship, she just blew it up. And in canon lore, misfortune blows up Gangplank's ship for those you who did yeah. know. Um, There's so a whole lot between Misfortune and Gangplank that you can get into
1: like because every like I said every section of Runeterra or every like I don't want to say country but like they are different se- regions of Runeterra they all have champions from that region and they all have intertwined lores. And since Pike's the most recent one, that's where this fan theory is coming from, is like, how can we add him into this lore and how can we add him into this mix here? Okay. So
0: so there is one little bit left It says, uh, this means that he was working for Misfortune, which is whom actually betrayed Pike. Um, and there's a quote from the trailer where he says, I remember the day I died and those who betrayed me. So this would explain the overly long list, considering Gangplank's ship had very few survivors. Gangplank didn't leave Pike for dead. Fortune did. And he was a tool so she could gain revenge on Gangplank. Interesting. So it is kind of, so it's almost like I've, Faked killed him, so he thinks that I killed him, but really I'm just using him to get back to at get someone back else. at someone else, right? So I, I mean, I like that theory. Yeah, I like that a lot, actually. It's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, I, I love. Obviously, I'm I co-host this podcast. Obviously, love fan theories. I love lore. So seeing one thing that I like, where it's just like evil for the sake of being good or right. good for the sake of being evil for the sake of being good and then on top of that someone like there's like this backdoor kind of manipulation of like I don't know so I don't know how League's characters evolve in time but maybe that could somehow like tie into the story where we would find that out if that were true I don't know. I think it'd be kind of a, a neat, a neat thing. All I'm gonna
1: say is that League recently, their um, advertising team's been putting out some really kick-ass cinematics, hmm. and some like if you watch Pike's intro story, like when they released him as a character, um, his like the the, the quote you ca- that came from, that video was so good. But like they they've upped their advertisement so much recently that we need a League of Legends movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> Careful what you wish for? They'll make another Warcraft <sighs> movie. You're not wrong, <laughs> but like, oh my god, I think it would be so good. There's so much Lord League of Legends um, that they could do so much with. Even if they were to write a
0: novel or something like that with it, I think that would be so amazing. I think that would be, considering what I've, I've read, I think that would be great. Or even if they did something that was like, kind of like Black Mirror, to where they took all these characters mm-hmm. and like made individual episodes about oh, them and oh then ended god, up tying yeah. them all together in like one season. Right. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, if all the character theories and all the character backstories and stuff are as in-depth as this one like some I'm, are even more in-depth than this one I, is I'm, a, I'm very impressed because honestly yeah. like i'm not an mmo player i'm i am actually had something against league because i had friends that did nothing but play league and it kind of oh, all
1: leaks talks toxic as
0: shit like it really is <laughs> but it's
1: <laughs> listen i i hated this game for so long i have so many friends that play league um Shout out to Alex, Sean, Phil, all you guys. Angela, the, the creamy boys. Boy, the creamy boys. <laughs> um, but no, like, they got me into this game. And I hated it for so long, but now I'm addicted to it. Um, it. It's so cool.
0: Well, let me tell you why this game sucks. Okay. All, right. all I'll, right. I'll tell you why it sucks, too. The community sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, all right. So this game not only has ruined my friends' lives, it's destroyed relationships, it's i would actually go as far as to say it's probably caused some suicide in this world. All right, Ryan, how do you feel knowing that you have you have put money into something that literally has caused oh the destruction of relationships and lives? Well, listen, I
1: went to McDonald's for dinner earlier and like it does the same thing I, too. Hey, I'm <laughs> not going to argue. <laughs> I'm not going to argue against that, point. <laughs>
0: No, I'm just—I've never been an MMO guy, like personally. Is you know, so if you hear me covering MMOs on this show, it's likely that I just was reaching, right, reaching for something new. But um, no, like I said, I mean, I am—I'm all about lore like this. I will spend hours and hours and hours researching video game characters for the sake of finding cool stuff. And I have to say, I appreciate the fact that you brought this character to my to the forefront because. This is pretty hardcore shit. Oh, like, yeah.
1: And <laughs> I want to I awesome. want to say, too, to you and also to anyone out there listening, even if you don't like League and don't like playing the game of League, if you are like you are, Michael, and enjoy just lore and backstories of things, please go on the League of Legends website and just read the characters' stories. Like, oh my god, they are so detailed and so good. Like, if you just want to read it for the lore, there's so much out there. You don't have to like the game. You don't have to play the game. That's fine. Because the game has nothing to do with the lore. Like, right. the game is just the game. Right. But... There's just the people who put the time and effort into putting the lore and the backstories. And even like all, almost all the characters have like an actual story. Like, if you, you, there's a thing you can read the backstory. And then there's one um, that's an actual like story. Like, here's Pikes right here I have on my phone. Like, it's an actual like short story that someone wrote. Right. About now, I ran,
0: I ran across a couple of those when I was researching a couple of the other characters right. too. There's just so much out there. So, I mean, I so that's one of the things I like, I really hated about Destiny was the fact that like, The the game itself is story based, Mm. but there's no like Destiny One. Destiny Two corrected that for anyone listening. I know I hate Destiny, but Destiny One had the mistake to where it was there was so much lore in the game. But nothing for you to, like, dive into in the game. It was all in these cards you had to go online to find. Exactly. But in a game like League, where the game is intended to be just, like, these quick one-off battles, it's not meant to be very lore-driven. There's no hardcore I don't know if story I say quick. in it. They're, like, 45 minutes long sometimes. Well, still. I no, mean, I know what you mean, yeah. Off. But, like, Destiny didn't have that. Destiny was just like, oh, this is an awesome story, and we're going to make you go online to read it. Like, it's, Right. It, was, it pissed me off. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they have... That this is the right way to do it. Yeah. You have something that people can get addicted to, have a ton of fun with, and then if they want more, they can go get more. Exactly. It's very, very intuitive, very cool. And I applaud League of Legends for that. You know? Wow. Much words I, words I never is, thought Michael <laughs> would ever say. He applauds League of Legends. We're gonna learn today, all right? You're gonna learn that I am not a closed minded fool. <laughs> You're gonna learn today. All right, I may be a closed-minded fool, <laughs> but when it comes to video games, I'm willing to open up just a little bit. Just but a little bit. Maybe it's just for you. I love you. Oh, I you're love just, you too. You're just a cool person. Oh, you know who else is really cool? Do you know who else is really cool? You. Who? You. You. Not you, Ryan. You, the listener. Yes, That's, you listening. Yeah, there it is. You are cool. You are cool. You are cool for tuning into the show. For checking this shit out, because it has just been an absolute blast hanging out with you, Ryan. And I hope that you enjoyed it, too. So, if you did enjoy it, tell you what you can do. You can mosey on over to your podcast app, and you can give us five stars, reviews. Because we can use that to help get more discoverability. And more discoverability means more listeners. And more listeners means more character suggestions. And more cool shit like this. So, like if you want more League of
1: Legends lore... And you want me back on here again talking more about League of Legends. <laughs> Upvote this episode. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Go on Facebook, like, share the episode, go on Twitter, uh, retweet, favorite everything that we do because we love you and we appreciate your support. Um, but in all honesty, that's how, uh, that's how we're going to make it. We're not going to keep going unless we have your support because this show is for the fans and by the fans. So, Ryan, I appreciate you joining me. Thanks for having me again. And I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of Video Game Mythos. We will catch you next week. Bye. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Bye. Bye.